I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. We are Absolute Radio, and right now, you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. This is Frank Skinner. Hello, Mr. Radio. On Absolute Radio, and all its manifestations, and I'm here with uh, the Cockrell. Some call him Alan Cochran. <laughs> Not Frank. And Emily Dean. <laughs> Marvellous. So, um, I suppose I should welcome our new listeners, because as well as in our mm. usual slot, we're going out across all the all the digi-channels. Mm. The eighties, nineties. And uh, noughties, and um, cla- is it classic rock, is that what it's called? Marvellous. So, we've uh, had a text in already. Well, we've had a text in on 8, 12, 15. It's from 131, one of my regulars. Oh, yeah, okay. He says, Frank, are you wearing an RAC sweatshirt? <laughs> are you having a breakdown? Um, oh, are you having a breakdown? Yes. Is good. I like that. I like that. And, and of course, I have uh, certain AA affiliations as well. <laughs> um, now, this, I got in this morning, although it's a lovely warm day outside in London, uh, the, the aircon um, was, was fierce mm. in uh, the absolute studios. And I, I, I was in my summer clothes, so. Um, I, 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 I saw a RAC fleece on the back of a chair. I believe it belongs to Maggie from uh, Christian O'Connor's oh. Breakfast Show. It, it smells of French perfume. Does it? You stole yeah. it, essentially. Uh, no, I'm borrowed it. Okay. I, I think, you know, she should... Uh, some people would kill for a bit of my uh, DNA around the armpits. <laughs> oh. So it could be an eBay classic. But, yeah, so I am... I, I do look a bit uh, Chuck Norris... Rest in between shots on uh, Enter the Dragon. The producer <laughs> compared you to Robbie Savage's complexion this morning. <laughs> your jacket. Well, um, yeah, because someone pointed out that Robbie Savage on uh, on Strictly Come Dancing had got um, bright, sort of got orange skin and very white teeth, and I've got I'm the other way around. <laughs> I have very white sort of. Uh, I believe my skin um, complexion is described normally as brie. <laughs> and uh, and my teeth have got are orange. They don't glow. They uh, they simper. But uh, that's about. I think that's about all in co- I, I have in common with uh, Robbie Savage, the noble savage, as I as I like to call him. Noble savage, nice. So yeah. So I should thank Maggie for uh, Jackie, and um, I, it's snog. Will you leave her a little thank you note? I'll leave that's her a. Uh, it will be salt based. <laughs> but I will leave for a thank you now. Anyway, we can't sit here. You know, we've got the people on the absolute 90s. They're always in a bit of a rush, of apparently. Trying to catch Actually, up. they're not. They're, I think of them as very backward-looking. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose that's inevitable. One problem I have today is as this show is projected to the other things, I, I, and I talk about the music I've played, mm. it will be different music, so I might have to be a bit careful about oh, yeah. that. I might have to be a bit generic. Oh, a bit uh, generic Cantonar. <laughs> so, uh, so that's the way I'm looking at it. I think I might put the collar up on my RAC fleece. Oh, it's already on. Oh, I wish you wouldn't. Oh, I had. To, it's been a strange week. I was in. Uh, I live um, in a in an apartment. I'm calling it apartment because mm. it's more syllables than flat. <laughs> and uh, I was lying in bed in in the, in the middle of the night in the darkness, and I had. <laughs> 
just go past my ear. You know, when oh, you're God. abroad, as to what that is, the most nightmare is saying because you think, oh no, mosquito in room, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I sat bolt upright, as they say. It was just the only time, the only way one ever sits up in bed is bolt upright. Oh, in yeah. my expression, <laughs> in, in my uh, experience, and uh, I put the light on. And uh, my girlfriend, Kat, said, uh, Oh, you put the light, you the light off. And I said, uh, there's, there's a mosquito in the room. And she said, No, there isn't. Put the light off. I said, There isn't. There isn't. <laughs> so um, she'd obviously um, done a quick scan of the room and decided that there was. So I, I lay in bed then thinking, Could I have imagined? Was that at the tail end of a mosquito based dream? And no. as I lay there, um, I wouldn't say I was bonged up, but you know, in the night, what with the bed mites and all that, that you get you get a little bit um, mucus. And I was, I could hear my nose, you know, and it yeah. was slightly going mm, on the on the oh, a whinnying, <laughs> a whinnying. And I, thought, I thought, oh my god, I've I've been frightened by my own nose. <laughs> oh no, that's why it was. A, it's a Daniela Westbrook moment, <laughs> and uh, it. I, I get this sometimes. I, sometimes I'll wake up in the night, and I'll I'll hear it'll be ca- I, I, little to my to my not little. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, sorry, I, I'm finding uh, digital speaking a bit more complicated. I think <laughs> I think I'm having those sort of pic- those blocks of pixelation that you sometimes get on the lesser channels on TV. <laughs> when I say the lesser channels, I mean the ones when people are going, "Come on, guys, call us now. Need a phone call." <laughs> anyway. Um, where was it? Oh, yeah, so, um... You were doing the whinnying Sometimes noise. I wake up in the night and I'll hear, and it, it's actually cats breathing through a nose I'm hearing, but I think, oh, my God, there's someone downstairs. Oh. And, <laughs> How loud and, is and she? They're, and they're on a rowing machine. <laughs> <laughs> they're taking it quite easy, but they're obviously warming <laughs> up in case there's a physical altercation <laughs> if I go down. We don't have a coal fire in the bedroom, so the poker opportunities are slim in the extreme. <laughs> And the other thing, Kat said to me, there won't, there, won't be, there won't be a mosquito because we're on the 11th floor. And is there a... Do they have a height limit? Mosquito. <laughs> vertigo. Mosquito. How, how high will a mosquito go? That, that's this morning's uh, text. flighted creatures, aren't they? Uh, you know sorry? They are flighted creatures. They, they are, are flighted. Is flighted the right word? I'm, I'm going for I think it. they're slightly I'm, fluted as well. <laughs> Just down the one side. Although this does make me think, you know when you're on the motorway and it says like there's uh, cattle for two miles or so, when there's an animal on the motorway and it sort of says animals for two miles, I always think, how do they know to stop at the extra bit when... The anim- like, when do the animals decide to turn back? How do they know that it's only two miles? Do you see what I'm saying? I do, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do I look confused? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. And similarly, the mosquitoes, are they going up to 11th floor and going, right, stop here, because we know we get dizzy at 12? Well, well, personally, if I was a mosquito hungry for blood in the early hours of the morning, uh-huh. my search would be mainly horizontal. <laughs> You've got more chance of finding people on a horizontal search than yeah. you have going just straight up. Yeah. But anyway, so and it was all... Um, Imaginary. Oh, was it? Did you get? Or, or, or was it? Well, (laughs) or was it? You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. That was some music from the nineties. There, just helping him with the edit. Oh, you know what you could do because uh, it's going to be different music. You could do a, 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 almost a catchphrase of my mum's when we're on the phone. You can tell that she's getting a bit fed up of being on the phone because she, she'll just go, 
So that's that. <laughs> and that basically means this, this chat's over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll make a note of that. Yeah, so that's They that. also say... Really um, a note of it? Yeah, well, that'll do, that'll do. <laughs> they say, I'll, I'll let you go, I'll let you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they always say that to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're more for them. That's what I say. So tell us about these mozzies, Frank. Well, so, so anyway, so I'd had the imaginary um, no-simulated mosquito experience when I woke up the next morning, I'd been bitten. No. No, oh. that can't have been my nose. <laughs> so, um, unless it was some attempt to spite my face. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so um, I'd been bitten on the left thumb. So it turns out the cat had also been bitten on that same thumb that night. That's no. very suspicious. It is. It's weird. It's like um, I'm starting to think there could be an alien element to it. <laughs> or maybe we been dreaming that we were doing uh, synchronised hitchhiking but I don't know if that <laughs> maybe we were just reassuring each other in the night and uh, because the thumbs were up yeah it rather than uh, go to duvet level the uh, but uh, there's no explanation I, you I, see I was bitten as well this week Frank what and yes but they tend to go well they always go for the same area and it's my I don't know about you I'm on the edge of my <laughs> Yeah, I was sweating enough in my RAC fleece <laughs> without, without, without rude talk. He won't take it off. He's committed to it for the, for the morning. Um, no, they do go for the, the sort of bootalicious area. Do they? Yes, they do. They like it. Yeah. More to love. That's why they like it. But well, it is. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a feast. Yeah. But there can't be... It can't be the same mosquito now, can it? Because it can't have a taste for... Are you suggesting I'm easy? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you must have heard of the uh, the Indian thumbs and bombs mosquito. <laughs> thumbs and bombs. Yeah, they're well, they're well known. It's not the same flavour, surely. Like, surely a thumb would be a, a bit of a bony bit and then mm. the bomb would not be so, if you'll forgive yeah, me. Yeah, but it's blood thereafter. All oh, right, mm. fair enough. <laughs> that, I believe, is the catchphrase so of the mosquito community. <laughs> I don't like this heat wave, though, Frank. In fact, I'd rather not talk about it anymore. It's really depressed me. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing it as what they used to call a Brucey bonus. I'd cracked out the opaques. I was all oh, prepared. No. Oh, I that's was... a trouble. If you've laid yeah. your clothes out exactly. the, the previous evening, that is a nightmare. Yeah. Is it after Labour Day that you can get the opaques? Is oh, you're is... learning, and I love is it. it. She knows about fashion now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Who could work with you and not know about fashion, says the man in the orange <laughs> RAC Well, that's fleece. how that phrase will go now. You can't crack out the RAC fleece until after Labour Day. <laughs> I don't know if you can ever crack it out unless you're on a job. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fr- I think that, hold on, I think there's a spark plug in the pocket. <laughs> Do they still exist? Well, we had a... Um, we had a no, that was a genuine question. <laughs> Do, Do they still use them? I remember no it from my early driving days, but they've probably been replaced by a computer microchip. This is one of those moments, isn't it, where we're, g- we're going to get to say modern cars now. <laughs> yeah. Probably don't have spots. It's all computer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the brain of the car Do they still made it very complicated. A, do they still get a bit of dirt in the carburetor? Do they still get that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm officially I, out. I, I have not, it's been years since I've heard the, the hiss of a slightly slipping fan belt. Oh, is it? That was one of the few um, problems I recognised in a car. <laughs> car, a good pass. What's a fan belt? But, you know, they used, used to take the tights off. Do you remember that? Take the tights off? Oh, was yeah. that was oh, yeah. All those days ago. There'll be mechanics now listening to this in some <laughs> sort of... Uh, in some sort of... In the grease shop. And... Um, which is... Obviously, I'll be doing white lightning. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and they'll be saying, be what? White what is this? Um, that it, what? Is there still spark plugs? What's happened to the world? 
Um, or they'll be watching the rugby. I suspect they'll, they'll, be, they'll be quite male. Mm. Whether or not spark plugs are still existing, I think the the, the oracle will let us know shortly. That'll, yeah, that'll come in from the well, listenership. I'm, I'm looking forward to to finding out. We are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Absolute Radio. Frank, you were asking about uh, spark plugs earlier. Well, yeah. On Absolute Radio. I was. Well, it's done 11K. I think we're going to have to ramp it. <laughs> the garage talk there for the men listening. <laughs> you uh, were questioning whether they still existed. Well, I haven't looked under my bonnet. Um... <laughs> Certainly, I think since I've been in Downton Abbey. <laughs> no, I haven't looked under my bonnet since the 90s. OK. The 90s! And we know we love the 90s here oh. on Absolute 90s. <laughs> I'm all over the place. God. I'll tell you what, your energy levels have really surged since you took that fleece off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, I think, I think it was holding me back, It was holding you back. I don't know about you, but any, any kind of constricting jacket. Well, you said yourself it was vice-like. It was vice-like. I think that's why Tevez didn't come off the bench. He was just, <laughs> he was stuck in his tracksuit top. Well, that could be it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they are RAC-sponsored, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, where so were we? Frank, yeah, yeah, so we've we were got... talking about spark plugs on Absolute Radio. Um, spark plugs still exist, Frank. This is from... I don't really understand his name. He's called himself Spoons. He says, however, carburettors do not anymore. Oh, that makes me quite sad. It's all injection systems now. Newfangled ideas are taking over the world. Oh, mm. How true that is. Yeah. Mm. Death of the carburettor there. On Absolute <laughs> Top Gear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Frank... A curious thing happened to me this week. Okay. Well, I was on the tube. Well, that is quite curious. I know. For that's a woman strange. Of your, uh, that's strange of your in itself. Natural grandeur, <laughs> if I may say that. Um, and then I, I saw the tube. This... I should explain is a, is an underground train yes. system that runs through um, London. Yeah. A large conurbation in the southeast of England. Yeah. Because I, I think you know a lot of the regionals will be listening to the uh, the digitals. <laughs> people, people from the absolute eighties haven't heard of the tube. Is that what we're worried about? I, I th- yeah, I think that's probably. Well, they've heard the tube, but they're they're, they're associating it with Jules Holland and <laughs> Paul <Yates. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Go on. And th- anyway, so I saw this young lad. Um, oh, I don't like the way no, this Frank, is No, Frank, he was about ten. He was a lovely young boy. This is not. One of your cougar tails. No. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind a cougar tail. <laughs> I could get one. If you could fit it to the back of a... Carry on. Um, thank you. He was about ten. Anyway, he started singing under his breath. I thought, oh, how sweet. Yeah, lovely in a well, child. I, but I know what these kids are like. They sort of mature... You know, they're into things like Tinchy Strider and things, aren't they? Mm. Not for him. Not for this child, Frank. He starts singing, the boys are back in town, the boys are back in town... Oh my god! He didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like a seventies Lizzie song, isn't it? It is. That's but brilliant. I warmed to this child because I was. A We've bit... probably just played it. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, because I was a bit of a freak myself, and I I call people like that decade defiers. So, for example, when I was about, I'm I must have been. Well, this is early eighties. I used to perform um, Hey Big Spender, the routine Hey Big Spender. I think we all did. <laughs> Not with a feather boa. No. And I also had a picture of uh, Bob Hope and Bing Crosby on my wall, because I just really liked them. 
I used I to be... I can imagine you being a bit like that. Well, it used to be a bit of a sort of Tourette's syndrome thing of mine. Now, I used to sing Hey Big Spender, like, all the... T- it was one of those... Song- There's about seven songs that go round around my head yeah. constantly. And one of them, as you'll know, is Girlfriend in a Coma, for example, the, uh, the Smith song. Mm. But I used to sing Hey Big Spender all the time. I think it's only living with David Baddiel that got me out of it. It seemed, <laughs> it seemed so... In- <laughs> suddenly so inappropriate. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I should tell you that um, this kid who sat next to you sitting, uh, singing uh, Thin Lizzy, I, I yeah. think this is, it's a bit of a thing, isn't it? Because so I, I sat next to a kid on the tube and he sang uh, Give Me the Moonlight by Frankie Vaughan. And apparently it's a sort of a stage school scam that they do. It, it's, never, it's a gentle happy slapping. They, they, these kids, they sit next to strangers on the tube and try and guess their age and symbolise it with a, with a, with a musical rendition. Well, he, was, he was bang on. Bruce Forsyth told me a kid sat next to him on the tube and sang Green Sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's about... Let's, let's just say that. I wonder if it maybe it'd just been watching like Glee or something. There's probably some explanation. Oh, maybe isn't there? it's probably been on. Or one of the Brew Eleven adverts that used to be on in Birmingham in the 1970s. Well, maybe it's watching got a that. video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you know YouTube now. My auntie, when I was a child, taught me the um, and I don't know any other lyrics than the tiny bubbles in the wine make me feel happy, make me feel fine. Do we know that song? Yeah, I think we sing it at communion. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know the song, though. I no, I don't know it. It's, it's, it's from an era gone Somewhat, once again, Yougal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, our marvellous audience, well, they'll let us know about that. Oh, good. So, but I know what you mean, Being living in one decade, because you always yeah. think everyone who lived in the 70s wore flares and mm. had long hair mm. and, and, and 60s. I mean, I grew up in, in the... I was came into my teens in the 70s. Mm. And in the early 70s, certainly, I was a sort of a teddy boy. Oh. I only really listened to 50s rock and roll. Mm. And uh, I used to have a little jacket with velvet collars and a pair of crepe sole shoes and, and all that stuff. Nice. So pathetically out of my decade. Mm. And also, I, obviously, you need sideburns with that kind of thing, and I couldn't. Oh, did so you rock a sideburn? Frank? No, I couldn't do it. I can't do a sideburn now oh. at that age. I used to, I used to bring two strands of hair around the front, <laughs> so I was I was after Elvis Presley, but I actually got uh, Lisa Stansfield. <laughs> <laughs> a bit go compare, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but anyway, I'd love to. Know, if any of our listeners are listening. Um, mm. I suppose in that there are listeners, they are by definition listening. Mm. Let's let's think about that for a second. Yeah. I'd like to know if they defied their decade. Mm. Unless, of course, they're listening an hour later, <laughs> in which they'll just be sending texts into the ether, and I'm going to find myself in some sort of Anton Deck courtroom <laughs> situation. <laughs> we are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Perhaps I didn't make it clear that and what's happening this week is that we're going out live from 8 till 10 and then we're repeated from 9 till 11 on all the digital channels so if you heard this on uh, if you're listening to this on a digital channel and it's before 10 you can still enter the um the text thing. Yeah. I say enter. Make it sound like it's some <laughs> yeah. amazing prize. There ain't no prize. <laughs> you ain't gonna get no prize. <laughs> Let me just say that. That's for absolute funk. <laughs> Which, um, 
Is that is that one of them? It's a bit of absolutely everything. Possibly. Oh, just right. We were talking. I said today, what what are, what are the digital channels? And uh, the cockerel said, "There's uh, absolute, absolute." And I thought he said, "Absolute northeast." He said, "Absolute noughties." And we were talking what be on there, sort of uh, Lindisfarne on a loop. And uh, fine, we've had some texts in. And who was that? Who used to be that attractive? Um, Girl who was very northeastern, who was very much an eighties, ninety sort of nineties icon. What was she called? Northeastern. Yeah, thin and blonde. Oh, oh well, we can't, can't. I just can't sit here all morning <laughs> like this. It's it's a bit like when you stop for a sandwich at the taxi driver's um, oh. cafe in Victoria, and people just talk about stuff like that. Air, Donna Air. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh dear, we've just had. A I te- like your you synchronise. Oh yeah, <laughs> Donna Air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got to try that again. Donner Air. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in the church of Donner Air. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't like this, Frank. Uh-oh. We've had a text in, and the subject line is David Baddiel and money. That oh, always no. makes me nervous. <laughs> Be careful here, remember. We're, this, we're, we're trodding a... Your manager just took his glasses off. <laughs> yeah, well. I think he always does that at the word money. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a text in. This is Nicola from Hungerford. I just read in Money Talk that David once bought a massage chair for four thousand six hundred. Bit of a mistake in his words. I don't. I don't think that's true. Is it? <laughs> he's, he's never let me have a go on he? The manager is uh, nodding. <laughs> he might just be bored. We um, had some more texts. I had. A, I bought a one thousand pound massage chair. Yeah. There's no way to talk about a lady. No, it's true, though. <laughs> and I did. I, I tried her in the shop and thought it was brilliant, and I bought a massage chair. It's absolute rubbish. Oh, absolute rubbish, where we got actually it. <laughs> Not the most popular channel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, it was uh, It was horrible. It, I, it, it sort of did things to my spine. It sort of... I felt as if the discs of my spine were being shuffled and put back in a different order. Oh, right. So if anyone uh, here is thinking of getting a massage chair, my advice is don't. <laughs> oh, it's all gone a bit watchdog. <laughs> what were you saying, dear? Um, Frank, oh, I don't know if I like this new turn <laughs> in our relationship. <laughs> Darby and Joan. Yes, dear. Um, Frank, we've got a decade to fire, uh, zero, 050. Zero. I have an ABBA tribute wall and I'm 14. All my friends think I'm lame. I don't think you're lame. <laughs> that wasn't the first adjective that sprang to mind. Um, that's lovely. Mm. I think you just like what you like. Yeah. Yeah. I met a, a, a well-known TV executive recently who had a small child. His, his son was, I think he was about five. And I said, uh, who do you like listening to? And he said, Nick Lowe. Wow. I said, freak. <laughs> and that was their conversation. Nothing wrong with Nick Lowe, but for a five-year-old? Well, when Cockerell Jr. was a little baby, I, I sort of encouraged him to say, how do you do? Which seemed like a, a child from an era gone by. Sometimes he'd just be in the buggy. Like when you he sure you're first... not thinking of cock-a-doodle-doo? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that was his first word. <laughs> this was pre-me being the Cockerell. Oh, was it? There was a like... time when you weren't the Cockerell? I just... don't want to be a part of that world, Frank. No, well, <laughs> we don't worry, we weren't. It was June the 11th, wasn't it, when I became the Cockerell? <laughs> is that, is, yet, is that it's going to be a Cockerell birthday <laughs> every year in your started, head. isn't it? June the 11th, the Cockerell was born. <laughs> Frank, yeah. um, we've also had a solution in. You know, we were talking to... Um, Alan was talking about Tiny Bubbles. Someone solved the mystery. It's 131. Uh, 131, can I say, is, is probably our most regular correspondent. Yeah, yeah he's on fire this morning. Could be a she. 
Oh, no, it's a he. How do you know that? <laughs> because I've communicated with him before. Embarrassing. <laughs> Not very embarrassing, but a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> Carry on. Tiny Bubbles is by a Hawaiian fella called Don Ho. There's a bar in Honolulu he owns. Oh, Great there food. is. I've been to Honolulu oh, and I've... I've, I've, I've uh, yeah, I went past um, several hoes. While I was over there, but, but Don Hose, yeah, I remember he's got his own like residency oh, in there, nice. and he did the little bubbles thing, tiny bubbles, yeah, tiny bubbles, yeah, mm. in the wine. I'm doing it again. <laughs> tiny bubbles in the wine is. I, I think Michael Jackson should have covered that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or probably put wine in tiny bubbles. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he was in a coke can. How was he supposed to know? <laughs> Anyway, I suppose we shouldn't talk about him this way. Have you ever seen a more mournful man than Conrad Murray? I mean, I know he's in trouble, but he looks so sad, I just want to hug him. Well. I think at any moment he could turn to the judge and say, What you talking about, Willis? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank. What? (laughs) Don't say it like that. I'm sorry. uh... I hate it when you talk like that. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's like when you say, sure up. Oh, I hate it. Um, I want to talk about Rihanna. Because, did you read about this? She's got herself into all sorts of trouble. And I like it when a celebrity does that. Well, she was in a field. She was in a field. She upset an Irish farmer. And you don't want to do that. No. Oh. Well, it's not like a farmer to be upset, though, is it? <laughs> no, so they're normally very mild-mannered and welcoming. <laughs> this man had hired out his field to Rihanna yes. and her people, I should An I should Irish point. farmer. I don't think he'd hired it. Didn't he just gr- give them it? He'd granted oh, did them. Oh. I don't think there was any financial transaction. Is that right? Alan, so. Alan Graham 61, he's referring <laughs> to. Alan Graham, what has he texted in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he said, Get off of me, lad! That's what he actually said. He's not, he's in a well, he did actually mind. say that Frank, because he thought it was a bit raunchy what she was doing. Oh God! She stripped down to her bra. She did loads of sexy dancing, and he, of course he got, he got did. a cob on. Of course, he, he got a cob on. <laughs> I mean, no. Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, no, luckily it was a corn on the cob. Yeah, so everything was all right. Um, oh dear! Uh, no, he. Uh, he's an arable farmer, is he? Is oh well, no, he's all right. <laughs> I tell you what, I think that, uh, I don't know about you, but I've really had enough of raunchy. Yeah. Oh, sure, up about... People think, like, oh, man, have you seen her new video? Whoever it is. Mm. You've seen Carly's new video? It's really raunchy. Oh, is it? Well, that's very, very <laughs> original. Mm. Congratulations. I remember being in a, a comedy dressing room once with a bunch of comics, and uh, this guy came in, and he had a, a yellow, bright yellow check three-piece suit on and one of the older comics said to him uh, well, I see you got a lot of faith in your material <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I think when I see a female pop star in some very very scanty clothes oh yeah got a bit of faith got faith in your material dear yeah, yeah. no I mean she wore I tell you what she wore she wore those um she had a bikini yeah. made out of those red, you know, those red and white neckerchiefs that that, oh, yes. that, that travellers use as dog collars. Yeah, you know those yes. ones. Yes. Yeah, you see, often see them on a black Labrador. Yeah, <laughs> just knotted, knotted under the gel. And a very, very low-rise low jean mm. as well. I think maybe that's what he objected to. Well, no, he objected to the fact that she actually at one point took off her brassiere. Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh dear. I mean, yeah. come on. 
I don't. I know. I, would, I find that ears of corn can be a bit of a hazard against. Uh, I don't know if you've ever rubbed bare flesh against an ear of corn. I've, I've yes, never I had have an actually. Ear of corn chafing. No, no, it's it, it's not just chafing. I mean, it's it'll pierce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frank Alan Graham sixty one said, uh, "I wish no will. I wish no will. I wish no ill will against Rihanna and her friends. Perhaps they could acquaint themselves with a greater God." Which I rather like. That is, I think that would be a good idea. Because I don't know if you know, Rihanna actually uh, worships Tefnut, the Egyptian <laughs> goddess of moisture. Did you know that? Does she really? Google it. Does Google, she you know, really? Yeah, you know, the lion-headed woman. No. Oh. She is the goddess of moisture. That's what Tefnut is. Right. If ever I bring her to moisturise that, I've got my name lined up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just I'm really chafed. Got any Tefnut in your handbag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so really, I was I was basically with the farmer on this one because I I just think just get over, just mm. you know, do if you can sing and do good music, do that. Mm. Let the song do the work, Rihanna. I mean, as From uh, Frank, but there's all the there's all these pictures of her, and she's there with virtu- virtually no clothes on. There's all these blokes in fleece. It's not anything wrong with wearing a fleece. No, no. no. <laughs> In fact, come to think of it, there were some sheep there in fleeces as well. <laughs> um, but they had more rights in the field than she did. There were some, actually some musical sheep there. Well, Do you yeah. know that? Yeah. yeah. This is the sound they made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love um, sheep-based community singing. <laughs> they just ain't enough of that. No, I, she's let herself down, Rihanna, I think. Mm. Mm. Well... Um, sure. Anyway, that's the texting. Ask Rihanna let herself down. <laughs> let herself down. Wouldn't you good. rather see Rihanna in in a nice smart suit? Yeah, singing. Uh, perhaps smart a suit. yellow checkered three piece. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to prove that she hasn't got the faith in her material. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Someone's a bit sensible and. Oh. Sure up. Who cares anyway? If she never ever makes another record, whatever. <laughs> probably her bank Just manager. Try- yeah, well, even now I think she'd be all right. Right, but- we've had an email in, uh, which I'd very much like to read out. I had a email in last night. <laughs> Costa Rican. <laughs> friendly, though. Friendly. I'm going to think that's true, and it makes me feel ill. Um, oh, you <laughs> narrow-minded. Do you want to hear this email? Um, Have we got time? Well, we, we, yeah, go on. Let's, let's go and blast it out. OK. Um, it's from Alex Creamer. He says... I like it so um, far. Dearest Frank... Alex Creamer or Screamer? Creamer. OK. After finishing my shift at a well-known supermarket, I have an anecdote which you must hear. A man came to my till, who I immediately noticed as an ooh-matrix kind of fellow. No, I have to point out to new listeners that if I see anyone in a long leather coat, black leather coat, <laughs> I always go, ooh-matrix. <laughs> However, his gothic attire was not mirrored in the items which he purchased. Glancing down at the conveyor belt, I saw Cornish pasties, own brand baked beans and other non-antediluvian items. <laughs> then, to top off his antithetical shop, he oh, asked... God, it's a hell of an email, this. I like Alex. He asked, what's the damage? The usual question one might hear from an 80-year-old gentleman, not a quasi-gothic 20-something. That's great. He's, he's a decade defier. He is. Even goths by, by humdrum everyday item. I love that. I like <laughs> what's the damage. I, I, do you know yeah, what? It's amazing I, this coming. I heard of what's the damage last week. Did I'm you? behind somebody in a... It was actually in an ice cream parlour and a guy in front of me with a pull over his shoulders with the knot in it. Ah. Uh. 
it's a pastel bit, shade. It's a bit preppy for me. Yeah, bit, preppy. bit Tish Martian. But he literally said, uh, "So what's the damage?" And I laughed behind him. <laughs> 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 I, <just thought. laughs> I thought that makes you a Wally, as if I didn't already know it from the pullover outfit. The fact you said, "What's the damage?" I and think it, I pot. think it's common parlance with goths, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it is, Stuart. And they're having a self-harming chat. <laughs> I wish he'd had a black pudding in his thing, because I always think with the black pudding that if, you know, it's like a dinghy, like one of those tiny dinghies that you pull and then it pull the cord. If you pulled the cord on a black pudding, it would expand into a goth. <laughs> it's got the coat and everything. We are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Absolute Radio. We've had uh, an email in, actually. It says, Dear Frank, Emily and the Cockerel, Saw Frank on QI last Friday, best episode for a long time. Oh, you won't like that. Mm. Um, (laughs) Try not to use this show as a vehicle for just flattering myself. I, on the other hand, do that (laughs) regularly. You're happy with it? Yeah. I should say, by the way, that I'm Frank Skinner and I'm with uh, Alan Cochran, also known, a.k.a. And uh, and Emily Dean, just in case, you know, people... Oh, I didn't. Why didn't I get a theme? Oh. I didn't use my jingle. We don't oh, have to okay. have all three jingles every time, for goodness' sake. <laughs> okay. Um, Who are you? The Frank. Jingle Bell. B e double l e. That was like mm-hmm. a lady joke. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Frank, <laughs> when is this? Is uh, Stuart Brown, by the way? Stuart Brown says, "When is Good Frank going Brown. to announce his upcoming sitcom on Radio Four? Oh, it's wait. funny. Uh, <laughs> funny. You should. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Well, I hope there's an email coming asking if Alan Cochran's on a mini-tour this autumn as well, while we're on the subject of... A mini-tour? Shameless self-promotion. Are you a mini-hero? I'm a mini-hero, yeah. No, we, I never do self-promotion, no. I mean, can I say, but um, I have been doing a bit this... I've been doing a bit of other stuff, cos uh, I won't say what it was for, cos that would be promotion. But I did uh, I did Chris Moyles' uh, quiz show. I recorded oh. it this week. It doesn't go out yet, but um, I, I made a terrible terrible faux pas oh what did you do you had to there's a round it's me and two other contestants yeah and um are you allowed to name them i think so it was was jeff stelling uh the 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 man who presents uh, gillette soccer saturday Mm. and uh and um alicia dixon Mm. Mm -hmm. beautiful woman Mm. small head (laughs) anyway um and we had to name uh Spielberg films and the idea is that what you start in you just keep going and it's the first one who gets one wrong so I thought I'm absolutely confident here yeah. so I started off someone said E.T. someone said Jaws I said you know Star Wars ah. he didn't he didn't he didn't no that was he George didn't. Lucas wasn't it was it? Lucas. it was I said oh and then I said that was George Lucas and it all went a bit oh oh fine. I mean th- whenever I hear the name George Lucas it gives me a shudder because I always think of it of a beard just just waiting for a chin <laughs> that hasn't turned up. I ate, I ate the empty beard of George Lucas. But I said, I mean, and I am a sci-fi enthusiast, but I said on, on national television that Steven Spielberg directed Star Wars. Oh, it was like they used to say about the gold run. It's all right when you're back at home watching it, but not when you're up there. Yeah. I would have just ended my life. That's oh, I awful. felt. I, I said, I, I don't know if I can ever go. Out. I can never go to another sci-fi event. I'll be, I'll be ripped apart. Oh, you'll be vilified. Is yeah, it vilified. Yeah, yeah, I'll be vilified. <laughs> I really doubt it. If I go to one in in Birmingham, I might be even be Aston vilified. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I um. Oh God, I was so ashamed. Anyway, um, I I have been um recording um some radio. 
I think I can plug radio, can't mm. I? Oh, He's yeah. got another radio job, Cockrell. Yeah, it's We're on. history now, mate. Can yeah. I say what channel? Oh, God, I don't think Radio 4 is a rival to uh, any of the channels that we go out on. Anyway, I've been recording. I'm doing some comedies on Channel 4 that start this Wednesday night, right? At 11 o'clock. God. Mm. What's happened to me? <laughs> but I've learnt a lot. But I didn't know... Th- we know when you hear people like the enter a room mm. on a radio uh, drama. Oh, yeah. I Sound thought it was all done with special effects. But yeah. I... Um, it didn't work like that. It was a situation where I was actually... Uh, I actually would have to walk across the room. I'll, g- mm. I'll give you a demonstration. I'll give you a demonstration. So we're coming. Like, imagine uh, we've had the opening music. Do 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 do. Okay. Oh, uh, hi, uh, the cockerel and uh, Emily. <laughs> Phew! What a day I've had. I I really need a banana. <laughs> Actually, a banana is quite a tough one. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to wish well, that I'd, I'm starting to wish that I had a pine cone. <laughs> quite, a, quite a firm banana, isn't it? It is a firm banana. You I thought that would give it. I thought a slight overripeness would give it a bit more, um, a bit more crackle. You need no. some coconuts. Well, you do. <laughs> so, um, but I love, I love all that. Oh, it's great, Frank. And I tell you something else which I didn't know about was one of the uh, the, the producer said, producer director said to me. Uh, Oh, she said one of the great uh, the great problems of uh, radio drama is uh, Paige Russell. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. And that had never occurred to me. And and it was it was kind. Of, so what you get when you actually record one, you get things like Karen. It's it's the worst thing that you know they do the unfinished sentence. Yeah, Karen. I never. That's all very well, Gavin, but mm-hmm. I'll never forget that you <laughs> went with that woman, and that, and then they have to take out all mm. the. After, but um, well, there's been there's been a revolution. I'm oh, very no. familiar with the workings of radio drama. Um, no, but can I say oh, the, the iPad has changed everything? Oh, oh I see. So, so you don't have that. So me, I thought you were just announcing revolution, and I was moving on. No, me and Catherine <laughs> Parkinson, who was in, who were in this thing, we 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 each had our iPads, and we we thumb scrolled. Oh wow! Obviously, mine was a bit swollen from the mosquito. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but um, I used the right mainly. But yeah, and it's not a problem straight through. Oh, no page Russell. No need for the um, old radio turn away from the microphone. And is, is that how you do I it? I think that's what they used to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I've seen it on footage. Oh, seen it, you know, that on documentary footage okay. when they're filming radio. I don't know about you, yeah, but I, I love a bit of footage. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of footage. Yeah. <laughs> he picked those tips. You see, he played when he played. Um, was it Malcolm the Asthmatic in Casualty? Jason the I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't Casualty, was it? It was A and E. Always and everyone. Nobody would write a character called Malcolm the Asthmatic. It's beyond the what? suspension of disbelief. I think <laughs> if, they might, but it, it would be a sort of a plasticine character in uh, in a children's it's uh, different decade. Yeah. Maybe. On CPBs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to introduce them to the idea of asthmatics and that they're not freaky people. I can right. imagine that happening. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had some texts <laughs> in on eight twelve fifteen. Texts, yes. Okay. Uh, we've had one from Ian in Leamington Spa. Dear Mr. Radio, lovely Emily and the cockerel. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Radio. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think I didn't think Mr. Radio was going to catch on. <laughs> But you're delighted. I'm absolutely delighted. In fact, by way of celebration. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Radio. <laughs> oh, and you look like one today in the, in the old RAC orange jacket. Mm. Um, 
Hi, Em. I know what a fan you are of the portmanteau word, so I wanted to know what you thought of Gemily, gorgeous Emily. What do you think I think? Mm. I love it. So yeah. a portmanteau word is like Jedward. Yes, exactly. Right. Brangelina. Word merging. Po- Posh and Beckham. Yeah. Peckham. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so uh, should Gemily, it be Gemily or Gemily? The trouble is with Gemily is he used to be a very, quite a thoggish um, fullback played for Glasgow Celtic called Tommy Gemmel. Oh. And uh, you wouldn't want anyone saying no. you were Gemily. <laughs> he once kicked me off. I remember we had to recreate a, a, a terrible um, foul that he'd done on a German footballer. When we in. Me and I used to do a programme called uh, Fantasy Football, some of you may recall. We recreated this. And uh, he kicked me really hard. I went up in the air, landed, my elbow went into my stomach and I couldn't breathe. And at the end of the day, when when he went, he said, this has been a great day. He said, said, uh, 200 quid, four cans of beer, and I got to kick an Englishman up in the air. (laughs) And then he left. So you don't want to be that kind of gamely. Uh, we've had another one that uh, is, you'll have to bear with me because it's in text speak, so it takes a little bit of reading. Oh, we've tuned into a younger crowd. We, we may have, uh, although maybe not. Hi, F, E and A. Uh, kind of a decade defier myself. I was born in the 70s, but like 50s mu- movies and rock and roll. As mm. you said, you like what you like. Heard the Not The Week podcast yesterday. Not The Weekend, yeah. Not The Weekend. I have to correct you about something. It was Buddy Holly who died in a plane crash with Big Bopper and Richie Valens, not Eddie Cochran, who oh, died in a car God, crash a year so later. Oh, fine. that's so true. I've made a... T- so many more. That's Dan Massive factual. That's Steven Spielberg and... That's up there with your George Lucas for a part. It is, yeah. and I put Eddie Cochran in Buddy Holly's seat. Yeah. But that's a good text, isn't it? Because it's a double whammy. He's a decade defier. Andy's correcting us. He's uh, he's multitasking. He's got it Looking back, uh, in case you didn't hear from the beginning of the show, Emily um, as, was a kid on the uh, on the tube who was singing a seventies song. So she was on mm. about people who defy their interests and passions and not the decade that they're uh, mm. living in. Considering this show this week is being broadcast on absolute eighties, nineties, <laughs> and noughties, it could be quite a big texting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> If you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Well, I'll tell you what else. We've had another email in. This is from Lord Billsley. Um, He's written in with a question about us. Is he from Billsley in Wolverhampton, do you think? Maybe. I'm I'm unfamiliar with the area. I don't know if there's a a manor there. But carry on. Oh, he might be nice for me. (laughs) Um, Get the webcam on me, Frank. (laughs) Good morning. Firstly, I must say that I love the show. Oh, I hate reading out praise. Frank doesn't like that. Now, down to business. You were talking the other week about your post-show brunch routine. It brought me to wondering what you'd order. I've come up with what I think you'd go for. Frank, eggs benedict and a fancy tea. The lovely Emily. Can I say that's wrong? Okay. Before we go any further. I okay. Don't, for a start off, I love eggs benedict. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, the, you know, the, the food, mm. not, the, uh, not the Chicago gangster. <laughs> 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 Ex Benedict. I don't know if there was one, but it sounds like there probably was one. Yeah. But I definitely don't like a fancy no. tea. You like an OJ? I like I like um, a what? An apple you go juice. for an, or- an OJ. An I tend juice. to go. I tend to go apple. I oh, tend okay. to have an AJ. AJ. Okay. <laughs> but um, I like my tea straight. F- I like builders. Yeah. So do I. I don't mean made of substandard <laughs> materials and about three weeks late. I mean I like it on the strong side. But no, no fancy teas for Frank. Lord Billsley has also predicted what I would order, Frank. Okay. Lovely Emily. A solitary scrambled egg adorned with a sprig of fresh flat leaf parsley on very lightly buttered toast with an orange juice. That's not right. 
Um, it's not on the money, is it? No. Well, you like a scrambled egg. Don't scrambled you? egg, no chives, no chives, two rashes of bacon, and one sausage. <laughs> Hold the carbs. <laughs> That's true. I forgot you actually included carbs in Emily's <laughs> breakfast. Even reading that's made you feel a bit carby, hasn't it? And I've never <laughs> known anyone who orders food with uh, more horribleness towards <laughs> onions and chives. <laughs> Emily will say, I'll have the tiramisu, please. There aren't any chives in that, are there? <laughs> no! No, there aren't! <laughs> Shut up about it. So, scrambled egg, no onions. Why yeah. Why would there be onions? They, the I've come a cropper before with this. I've, have you come a Roy cropper? Yes, I've told you I have. Finally, the cockerel. Raw black pudding on white heavily buttered toast with strong tea. <laughs> Northern <laughs> stereotype. <laughs> Alive and well. Very well. I, I wouldn't mind, but I have in the past given my spare black pudding to Frank Skinner. <laughs> in the, in, that is in, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love oh, my that. Oh, that was a horrible scene. That was talk. I'm glad Lord Billsley's written in. It's very timely because only last week I, I actually sent you a picture of this, Frank. I was oh, so you better, you better hold this oh, okay. story because I, this is something that happened in absentia, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, I, I, the picture I received from Emily made me LOL. <laughs> <laughs> to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Absolute Radio. Frank, I'd like to return to the subject of uh, my breakfast. Mm. Shall I say that we, all, we used to go for brunch mm. in... Um, brunch, yeah. Uh, after the show. Mm-hmm. In, um, as I think I've said before, in, mm. in a homosexual cafe. It's what I'd call... It's a flamboyant establishment. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, they, they can do catering. They can. Yeah. Or at least I thought they could. <laughs> Until this year. I was, by, at this stage, I was halfway to West Bromwich mm. listening to the Midwich Cuckoos <laughs> on um, classic ra- Radio 4 sci-fi drama mm. uh, on CD. John, Wind- I- John Wyndham, who also wrote... Who also wrote Day of the Triffids, yes. which, of course, oh. Emily starred in on, yeah. on the TV. Anyway, um, I should say, I, I spoke... Uh, last week, if you remember, that I was going to uh, do my baggies brick at the match last oh, week. Yeah. Do you remember for, oh, the ba- for, the ba- for the baggies brick road? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and uh, did it go well? I had to have my name on a house brick and um, a slogan. You're allowed a, a slogan of something like less than fifteen letters or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Fifty quid. Got mine free. Great. Hey, free brick. Can't complain. Shelby. <laughs> so I got there and I didn't know about the slogan. They said, oh, we've, cho- we've chosen a slogan for you. And I thought, what? Oh, oh, don't impose a slogan on Frank. No, so it says Frank Skinner. And then uh, it says WBA fan. Oh. <laughs> well, I like to think I like to think I could have come up with something a bit punchier. <laughs> anyway, there is. It's immortalised. <laughs> <laughs> do, do continue. Meanwhile... Over at the brunch restaurant. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, my, I ordered my usual, scrambled eggs, no chives or onions, be- <laughs> order a bacon and a sausage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a bit more banana. He's trying to do a sound effect with his banana. I'm thinking, no, it's settled. It might make okay. a sound. That's a banana yeah. bean. This is why my dramatisation of Tarzan <laughs> was refused by Radio 4. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, Frank. So, I ordered it. It took a while, Alan, didn't it? 
It yeah. took a while. No, oh. yeah, just, just... <clears throat> when it did eventually arrive, Frank, and I sent you this picture, so you you did see it. It's hilarious. It was in three separate bowls, bacon in one small bowl. It was more like evidence than a breakfast. <laughs> they, were, they were barely Sausage bowls. One, they were, yeah, they were borderline bowls. mugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it looked like the bacon had fallen out with the sausage, had a terrible row, and they couldn't bear to be on the same plate. It was a terrible sort of fry-up apartheid. It really was. And also, (laughs) there were little circular bowls, and the sausage was too long for the bowl. It it looked like a three-dimensional capital Q. (laughs) The way it, overlaps. It, was a, it was a tapas fry up, I think the cockle. Oh, it, it, it looks like tapas. It looks so wrong. I, I can't Cockle tell didn't it. even get didn't get his. Mine came when you were finishing, I think. Oh, you dear, were, what, oh, oh no. He was, was he was cool as a place. cucumber. And only last week I, I sang the praises of homosexual catering. <laughs> you did, yeah. And now it's um it's on its knees. <laughs> <laughs> we are absolute radio. Right now, you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Frank, we've had some texts in on 8.12.15. We have, you know, we were talking um, earlier about decade defiers. Yes. We've had Morning Frank, Emily and the Cockerel. I had an elder brother nine years my senior, so while my friends were growing up in the 80s liking Wham and Bross, I spent my teens going to see Genesis, Camel and Yes. Good. That's mm-hmm. Alistair in Manchester. I'd forgotten all about Camel. Hmm. Was that Pete that. Frampton? I don't know about Cameron. Anyway, yeah. See, my brother was... uh, uh, My big brother, Terry, was uh, 12 years older than me, I think. So Mm. he was into... That's it, you see. I remember him buying uh, The Last Waltz uh, by Engelbert Omperdink, playing it about... Oh, I thought you meant by Strauss. No, playing it about... (laughs) No. (laughs) Played it about 20 times, wrote down the lyrics... And this was in the days of Words magazine, when he used to get the lyrics at Corrin Hits. But he wasn't going to throw out that kind of money. I think it was threatens. <laughs> anyway, and he wrote down the word, and then he went round the house singing the whole of um, the last waltz oh, for good. for weeks. I love including la 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 la. I think he wrote la la etc. <laughs> no need to ask what uh, our Keith listened to. I think we're all familiar with that. Uh, Keith liked a bit of Bloodwind Pig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone, uh, and I'm not talking about his fry ups. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, we also had an email in during the week, and it's uh, we've got a bit of a, a cockerel fan here. Oh, yeah. This is from Chris in Preston Lanks. He says, Dear Frank the Cockerel and Dean. Mm-hmm. I don't like being Dean. It makes me sound like some Grange Hill character. <laughs> yeah. um, a couple of months ago... Yeah, I... and I'm slightly worried about the forest of Dean. <laughs> <laughs> no need to. No, good. <laughs> Tidy work surface. I oh, introduced a bit, a bit a of deforestation. <laughs> Deforestation, didn't he play Dr McCoy? I told you, tidy work surface. I introduced a colleague, let's call him Ian. Ian, let's call him Ian. Yeah. So he's not really called Ian. It might be Sir Ian Blair, he's a friend of the show. The idea is he's not really called Ian. I think think it's somebody just making a joke, as in let's call him Ian, because his name is Ian. Oh, I see. (laughs) Oh, I see. It's spelled I-A-I-N, which... Like Sir Ian Blair. Oh, Scottish, Ian. Maybe. I introduced Ian to the Frank Skinner podcasts, of which I've been a listener from day one. Ian started listening and randomly chuckling at his desk. I became aware, however... Reassuring. ...that mm-hmm. every time we had a conversation about the latest show, he always remarked on how much he liked the cockerel's voice and how he looked forward to listening to the latest podcast to hear his smooth Yorkshire tones. Oh. That's nice, isn't it? I believe my colleague has developed a cockerel crush. And I was wondering if you'd oh, heard from fancy, anyone don't else. Don't fancy that much. <laughs> 
I don't want to see that coming out the blender. <laughs> well, he says, I feel I should point out that Ian is a happily married man and completely heterosexual. Well, we've got oh. a lot in common then, haven't we? Me and Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're bonding already. I think an audio crush is fine, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm glad he likes my voice. I hate the sound of my own voice. Oh, dear. I think my... I, I always think voice. that my accent oh, operates as sort of audio contraception. <laughs> <laughs> In these matters. I find the cockerel crush does the same. Yeah. I must say, I love the phrase happily married man, though, because it always, I like, it's not happy. No one ever says he's a happy married man. They say he's a happily married man. In other words, when he got married, he did it happily. Nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So sad. What Con- is? Conrad Murray. His little the, face, uh, the Frank. doctor. The, he's, I tell you what, he's got what they call a cod face. He's got when the bottom lip sticks out. He looks proper, oh, yeah. pro- properly, properly Something sad. of a pout. And there's quite a. Di- Conrad Murray, by the way, is Michael Jackson's former doctor, and uh, he's he's on the screen at the moment. And the sounds down. We're paying attention, but he ca- he's got such a sad face. And also, the distance between his the bottom of his nose and his actual mouth is. It's a long distance. I'd like to see a bowling ball rolling down his... Um, <laughs> what's it called, that thing? What? Down the middle of the, the oh, lip? Yeah. Oh, the philtrum. The philtrum. Robert Mugabe's philtrum. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Frank. Really the philtrum? That was the only thing that uh, separated the snot when I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> Every kid in our street had a number 11 on the top <laughs> lip. That was the tradition. Frank. I'll tell you my greatest showbiz regret. Shall I tell you that? Yeah. It really, I always look back with great regret that mm. Jerry Halliwell never ever said to me, would you introduce me to Bruce Forsyth? Because I could have gone over and said, Bruce, spice to meet you. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> God. Keep going. Um, <laughs> Frank, we've had a text in from uh, Ian, mm-hmm. who says, Frank and co, Donhoe is dead. Died oh, in his God. life. He could, have, he could have said he was playing on the roof. I th- <laughs> oh, no. Died in his bar singing, believe it or not. In his bath? In his bar. Oh, in his bar. I think he died in his bath singing Little Bubbles. That would have made sense. (laughs) Tiny Bubbles. Because it all comes out when you die, apparently. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear Don. We we mentioned Don Ho uh, earlier. He was... uh, Can I just say, anyone who's just tuned in, getting ready for rock and roll (laughs) football, Don Howe isn't dead. Don Howe is a different man. Don Ho Mm. is from Honolulu. We've had another text in... Uh, regarding Frank's recent gaffes in connection with Star Wars and Buddy Holly... Oh, that still makes me wince, both of them. Why doesn't he go makes for me a... Wincy Willis, that's well. what they call me. <laughs> what are you talking about, Wincy Willis? <laughs> um, the weather. Yeah, but it's the 80s weather. Who wants to know about that? I'm imagining Wincy Willis is on um, Absolute 80s, doing weather from the 80s. Mm. I saw her on Twitter the other day. Great hair. Still got the highlights hanging on in there. Wincy Willis is on Twitter. Yes. Oh, she's got a computer now and everything. Um, so yeah, I imagine what she's got is a word processor. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. So, yeah, regarding Frank's recent gaffes in connection with Star Wars and Buddy Holly, why doesn't he go for a full set and schedule a meeting with David Cameron at Checkers later today to argue on the state of being of Brian Ricks? Best regards to you all. That's that from is, Larry. That is, I have to say, is a fabulous in reference on this show. Because I once told a story on here <laughs> about when I went in on the 10 Downing Street and Tony Blair said to me, oh, we had Brian Ricks in here the week. I said, you didn't. He said, no, no he was here. You know, the... the Act who does a lot of charity stuff with men cap. I said, I oh, know he is, but he's dead. He's been dead about three. He said he was here the other night. We had a, quite a big row about it. You know, I've never completely established. <laughs> is he dead? 
Um, yes, I believe Tony Blair was right. Is oh, Tony and, Blair and was right. it's not often no. that you get to but say in the, that. We got yeah. so heated in the middle, the bloke came and said, this, um, George Bush wants to know if you want to go into the Iraq. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, looking back, I feel quite bad about it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we move towards uh, the end of today's show, oh. I think. And uh, you can download Not The Weekend podcast, um, which is uh, completely different from this, but it's us talking. And uh, when I say completely different, it's not this stuff. Right, and that's available from Wednesday. Fresh material. Um, next up is uh, Mark Crossley. And can I say before we go, a very special, special congratulations to our dear old friend and former colleague, Gareth, and his wife, Laura, who um, I know have a baby boy, Elijah. And that is, um, I hope you're Aww. very, very well and lovely and smashing and, and marvellous. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back next week. Goodbye. We are Absolute Radio, and right now you're listening to Frank Skinner's section of the broadcast. Absolute Radio.